You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. To crows, clock in when the whistle blows. Eight hours ticking slow, and then tomorrow we'll do it all over again. I'm a member of a blue collar crowd. They can never, no, they can't keep us down. If you gotta, gotta. Back home, push and shove. Knock us down, we'll get back up again and again. I'm a member of a good time.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today. And view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. Yeah, let's talk about Drinking Class because that is a different song for you. You know, it's got the fake rhyme of Monday through Friday, man, we bust our, you just feel the word ass coming and instead you give them the backs. And you guys did that by design, I imagine. Did you talk about that? Oh, yeah. We talked about it. Oh, yeah, for sure. No doubt about it. Because we knew people were, well, first of all, you don't even know if anybody's going to ever do it when you're writing. But you're like, no, let's do back. Because you're really busting. In the jobs I've had, when I really work, my back would hurt at the end of the day. So it really is your back that is hurting. But bust your ass is, of course, the saying. And we knew that. But we thought, if they want to change it, if somebody wants to record it and put bust your ass, then go ahead. Because a lot of times they'll, they'll want to change it. Because it used to actually, Lee Bryce, he, we called it drinking class without the G, like drinking. He asked if he could change it to drinking class. And we're like, well, sure, do it. Bust Your Back was on purpose. And when we were interviewed after it was number one, which also went number one on certain charts, they asked that question a lot. And we we're like, well, it's bust your back. And by creating a controversy, it makes it more interesting because everybody's going to come up with bust your ass. Hey, you bust your ass, man. Like, well, okay, whatever. Anybody can rhyme ass with class. To rhyme backs with class takes a real <laughs> songwriter, huh? Well, you know, there's a line you try to walk. You try to make it the best you can make it where you don't regret it. That song, I didn't think anybody really did because, first of all, it's like, you know, we're up in the rooster crows is the first line. And the, and the thing is, that's an old line. Rooster Crows, you know, that could be a song from the 30s, but it's just real, you know. And Lee Bryce, who, who's a great writer, he listened to it, and apparently, you know, he looked at it like it's the real working man's song, and it really is a working man's song, you know, the drinking class, the working class. And there's been a lot of songs talking about Raise Your Glass. So it had a lot of things that, that probably were working against it, but he made something out of it. Then, then again, there's a real simple song. It does have a bridge, but the bridge is real cool. It's almost like a, a gospel church thing. We all know why we're here. A little fun, a little music, a little whiskey, a little beer. It's almost like he's talking to the audience. Absolutely. It's got the organ. Ladies, 
Break out your dancing shoes. I don't care what night it is. It's Friday. It's Saturday. It's Sunday. Come on, sing it with me. Got personality. It's the church of country music, or it's the, it's the gospel of country music being talked to you here. You don't hear about the thousands of songs I never got cut. You know, I mean, those are just lucky. I got them through. You got to do a lot to get a little, but a little will get you a lot. You know, that's kind of my theory, too. It matters to me than all the other songs on that album, you know. So you obviously named your book after this song, It Matters to Me. And I have to say to you, the opening line of this song is one of the most remarkable lines and lyrics. When you wrote this, you must have been like, this is a song. Baby, tell me where'd you ever learn to fight without saying a word? Like that just tells a story, man. You know, you're you're like, give me more of that, right? Tell, tell me where that came from. And Well, I got to give Mark Sanders credit on that one. Uh, he didn't want to write with me that day. And we always wrote on Fridays. Mark's retired now, but we always wrote on Fridays. But I'd have to bug him a lot of times to do it because he was successful before me. I always really admired his ability, how good he was, because he used to be an English teacher. He was real good with words and stuff, you know, and real smart guy. So he didn't want to write that day. I talked him into it. And uh, it was a cold Friday in the winter. And he had this little office in Reba's building, had no windows. It was just about the size of the desk. And you'd go in there and just barely squeeze in there. Mark usually doesn't bring ideas with him. He's one of those kind of writers. And I had that yellow pad and I had some stuff written down. Finally got him on it. And about halfway down, these ideas I had, I had written, it matters to me. And some of them were ideas, some of them were not. It's just a stir up. And I had it written down there and I went by it and got to the end. He goes, well, go back to that. It matters to me. And that's when he said, you know, there's a certain thing about M's. People in their subconscious, it reminds you of mama. It's an endearing quality about M's in a title of a song. And I've thought about that ever since then. And whether it is or not, it's very interesting when you think all of the things that you don't realize, you know, that are affecting you. Everything's affecting you. Everything, the sun going around, the, the wind, the, the days, the earth moving. I mean, things are affecting you. For most babies, that's their first word, mama, and that M sound, you know, is the first thing that many, many children utter. Yeah. So it's comforting. It's a comforting word that you don't even think about. Anyway, and, and it's a nice alliteration, you know, it matters to me. So we tackled that. And he had had an argument with his wife that morning. That's why he didn't want to write. That's the game they were playing. I do the same thing or, or used to or whatever, you know, you just. You just clam up. You don't talk. And I've gotten more compliments on that line than anything because it's just people are like, it's simple. It's right. It's like there's nothing wrong with that line. I mean, I can't find anything wrong with it. It's just following it up. So we did. And it's a real simple song. You know, and then the second verse is, you know, tell me how far it is, you know, the distance between a woman and a man. It's, it just doesn't say much. Real heartfelt. Yeah, maybe I still don't understand the distance between a woman and a man. So tell me how far it is. Yeah, so really not saying anything because I'm not sure I can. And I'm not sure I can was I had I put that in there because Mark was going to put I can't like he was going to say, no, I can't do it that way. And I says, no, man, leave some hope, leave some hope. I'm not sure I can. That leaves some hope. And I would do that a lot on writing songs. 
a lot of these other songs, I, I would do it. Just leave just a little bit of hope. You can't be all about despair, right? You got to have some hope in the song. You got to mix a little positivity in with the negativity. Like watching a movie, you know, people, you know, if you had an ending on the movie, that's just awful. You nice to have a little bit of leave you with a little bit of hope. It's just life. I don't know. I don't have the answers to stuff. I'm always searching, but some songs take a lot longer. Some don't, you know, that was, that was, didn't take long. Now, when I had, um, Whatever you say on Martina, which was a big song. The last verse on that song, I remember taking it in. I was still with Karen Conrad. I had a different last verse and I, and I played the song for her and she goes, I don't think you've got it. And that last verse ended up being, uh, you say, yes, you need me. No, you wouldn't leave me. And that should be enough to make me stay. Even though I want to, I don't hear I love you in whatever you say. That wasn't the last verse original. I went back. The song was weeks old and before we demoed it and Mark and I, we changed that last verse because we didn't have the impact. She as a woman heard it and I respected her opinion. So I went back and, and delved into it and I'm glad I did. So you wrote in your book about this song, sometimes my job seems to be to know when to stay out of the way of greatness. It's important to guide the best ideas to the front. What do you mean by that on the writing of this song? Part of the collaboration thing if somebody is, is on a roll or somebody, in your opinion, when you wipe away all of, all the bullshit else going on, like if they're coming up with the best stuff, let them come up with it. Encourage it, you know. It is. It doesn't matter who comes up with them. It doesn't matter. The song is king. The thing is, you and your co-writer, you both have to win. If I win, they win. It doesn't matter. It's the end product. The song is king. The writer's are servants. And that's what you have to do, you know? And so you have to, I'm thinking about stuff all the time. I'll be on the lawnmower thinking about stuff. And if it bothers me, it's not right. If it bothers me, it's not right. That's just all I know. That's a good rule. I haven't heard that before. If it just bothers you. Well, if a red flag pops up or you keep questioning it, then it could be better. And it's never going to be worse than it is. So you got that. So don't sweat it. You know, can you make it, can you notch it up? I mean, what, what's the goal? My goal is to get somebody else to do it. I got to write something better than them. So the song has an octave jump from the verse to the chorus. And you obviously wrote that by design. And you talk in your book about how great singers love that. But a lot of them can't do it, you know. So when Martina, I had three singles on her and two of them, like uh, how far it jumped up an octave. You do it right. It really is empowering to a singer because it just shows that that they are really a singer and they that separates them from the other ones. And so certain songs, not everybody's going to do just if Martina didn't do that song and nobody would do it. Probably, you know, even, even in other types of songs, like how about them cowgirls? If George Strait didn't do that song, there was no pitches. There was nobody else going to do it. There's nobody, maybe Ronnie Dunn. So a lot of times publishers, they want you to write a song that they can play and that 20 people can cut. Well, the people that are recording songs don't want songs that 20 other people can do. They want songs that are just for them. So there's that line you got to walk. And you don't know what they've cut already. It's sort of like being in the front of a ship. They're the ship. You don't know if they've cut six songs. They don't tell you. You don't know if the six songs, what groove they're in, what subject matter they are, and what, what they have open left. And you just have to take a guess. It's trying to like look through a locked window that's curtains drawn. It's not 
Easy. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.